Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, the 6th of August, and this the year of our Lord, 2021. And on this report, I will be talking about the new bipartisan spending bill. Bipartisan. Both parties agreed to do this boondoggle. That is to be finally voted on this week or next week, the 2,700-page bill known as the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. It's not an investment at all. Whether it creates any new jobs remains to be seen. Fortunately for the Castle family, we do have jobs. Despite the federal government's policies this week, it is indeed a beautiful summer week in Memphis, the July heat has moderated somewhat, leaving mid-80s temperatures. The family daughter remains safe in the glorious and golden state of California. I'm going to introduce this report with a quote from Dr. Ron Paul, which is a very good representation of my own views and the premise of this report. Quote, for libertarians, even many non-libertarians, it's not shocking to discover that a U.S. administration lies and deceives the electorate for government on all levels lying to the American people is as American as apple pie. Sometimes the liars are held to account for their deception, but most often they are not, end quote. Well, Dr. Paul, I can't personally think of many lies where the government liars have been held to account, so let's take our subject for today. As an example, the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act is a lie on its face by its very name because of planned spending. It is not an investment at all. Words cannot change that. If we assume that the infrastructure of America, the roads, bridges, tunnels, waterways, water systems, airports, all need emergency work, then we should certainly make those repairs when the money is available. These expenditures, normally made in good economic times, are expensive, perhaps necessary expenses, but not investments. No matter what sleight of hand the government uses, this $1.2 trillion is borrowed money when you own a business. You use credit. There are two kinds of credit, productive and non-productive. The business owner Boris $100,000 and buys a new Mercedes for himself. That is a non-productive debt. The business owner borrows $100,000 and buys new equipment that will greatly expand and speed up his capacity. That is productive or investment capital. Should he need to repair an existing machine so he can regain former capacity, he has an expense. That would be an expense on the roads Railways, waterworks, airports, the federal government will borrow to repair are already there. Therefore, the credit is for expenses. The argument may be simple semantics, but it illustrates the point Dr. Paul made earlier. The $1.2 trillion in this bill is an amount that Senate Democrats and Republicans agreed to as a compromise measure. The Democrats in the House want $3.5 trillion additional dollars to spend. They may get it. They may get it soon, but for now, it's $1.2 trillion. The $3.5 trillion House bill was to be for, quote, human infrastructure, end quote, which, of course, is another government lie. The term just means that Congress would not pass a bill with so much money if the real purpose of the bill were admitted. The real purpose was to fund every Democrat social program and Green New Deal program the Democrat minds of this country could dream up. 
as well as rob the rest of us to reward their supporters. The bipartisan bill now scheduled for final vote in the Senate was a compromise measure in which they agreed to at least call the spending infrastructure so people would not be so alarmed. Whether the bipartisan bill passes or not, the human infrastructure bill is still on the table, still pending ultimate passage. Some people have referred to this principle as the principle of turning water into wine. That is, $1 of expenditure is predicted to gain $2 of revenue, but it just doesn't turn out that way, folks. It doesn't turn out that way at all. In fact, the dollar of borrowed money must be paid back, at least the interest paid forever. The other factor is that we are now repairing structures that cost pennies to build compared to what the repairs will cost. A lane of highway might have cost $10,000 per mile to build, but now it will cost billions per mile just to repair it. That fact is true across the board for everything the government does, especially everything in this bill. Money has lost its meaning for those who don't work for it. It's just simply added to the debt. The bill provides $110 billion for roads and bridges, $39 billion for public transit, $66 billion for rail, $55 billion for water and wastewater infrastructure, billions for airports, billions for ports, billions for broadband internet, billions for 500,000 electric vehicles, charging stations. The charging station expense will have to be have to race to be spent before increasingly powerful batteries make them obsolete. The idea to pay for all this with new taxes has apparently been rejected. The two parties could not agree on which voters were to get the shaft, so they just shafted everybody. They shafted all workers and all savers. $205 billion of the money is money coming back to be redirected COVID relief money. Some states decided to stop paying people not to work and honestly gave back part of their borrowed money. There is one very interesting proposal in the bill that is worth mentioning, along with the charging stations. The more you drive, the more you pay is being introduced on a trial basis. The trial is just to numb us, I suspect, to numb us for what is coming. Electric vehicles are apparently the future that would decrease gasoline tax revenue. Thus, you pay per mile. You pay for every mile you drive. The Secretary of the Treasury... Who's that now? Pete Buttigieg. That's right, Pete Buttigieg. The Secretary of the Treasury would recruit volunteers from all 50 states. Yeah, let me in on that one, Pete, to monitor and then report on what amounts to the loss of what remains of privacy. Your car becomes the government's spy. A lot of money is to be spent on green energy projects like solar. Virtually all solar panels are made in China in coal-fired plants. Each panel probably causes environmental damage, but it's the thought that counts, I guess, the logic. The logic is not there for me, but apparently it exists somewhere for somebody. My, the term corporate welfare comes to my mind when this bill is considered most. If not all of the work will be done by existing corporations, those that are in favor with the government, perhaps... A gift can be made to the unions as well, which will make everything cost more or there will be less of everything. In any event, there will be a lot of people squeezing into the cracks of each dollar, expecting their palms to be greased along the way. This or that senator or representative must be satisfied or his or her vote 
Undesired legislation must be secured, so a few billion dollars must go to that district. For example, $1 billion of the money scheduled for a commission run by the wife of Democrat West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin. Senator Manchin has been a thorn in the side of the Biden administration on budget items, so one can't help but wonder about that billion dollars. But in conclusion, folks, how will this boondoggle be paid for? Payment comes in two forms, debt and inflation, which is a stealth tax that helps pay the interest on the debt. Inflation cuts wages, lowers the living standards of working Americans. It destroys savers who attempt to plan for the future, casting everyone onto the government rolls of dependency. It is a tax, but people never seem to catch on because the ruling party doles out the money to the people who are then expected to vote them into office for another four years, where they will continually be robbed by the ruling party, whichever party it is. Finally, folks, how should necessary infrastructure repairs be paid for with money saved, money earned as affordable? Perhaps with fewer wars like the war on poverty, the war on drugs, the war in Iraq, the war in Afghanistan, and now the war on COVID. These enemies and the wars are always fought as wars. They never end and they cost trillions. That's a lot of infrastructure, folks. At least that's the way I see it. Until next time, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.